Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us in the final segment of the show is a man, one of my friends, who held Steph Curry scoreless. Yeah, I said it. Coach Jimmy Patsos. Coach, thanks for joining the show. Quentin Mayo and Ryan, what are we doing? We talking trailblazers like we did last time. I'm ready now. No, I want to hear how you shut down Steph Curry, to be honest. Like I heard coach, I never heard this story before. Q told me tonight for the first time. Yeah, look, he I, he was so great as a player in college. And we had played James Madison the night before. This is when you played two games in two days in a tournament. We were in the preseason in IT. We beat James Madison. We had a couple guys out. I said, this guy's so good watching him beat Florida Atlantic. Watching him in person back then was just ecstatic and mm-hmm. to watch because I was like, man, is this guy really, really good? I heard about him, but taller than I thought, bigger hands, long arms. Boy, could he shoot it, gets it off all kinds of way. Back then, even his pregame workout was fantastic. So it was impressive to see. I said, maybe we'll double team him and see. And he clearly outsmarted me by a million miles, my dumb ass. Him. And Bob McKill, we had him like 11-5 and then 17-11. They called a couple timeouts, and Steph Curry knew to go in the corner. And I will say this now, I, I really believe, if you watch his enthusiasm for the game, Steph Curry will coach one day in the NBA. I think he'll be an NBA head coaching champion. Like, he's really, when you see him in person in the summer, but before we get to that, he outsmarted me, went, got in the corner. So anytime we tried to double-team him, he quickly gave it up, and there was a four-on-three, whether it was a layup or a kick-out three, and Davidson and Bob McKillop kicked our butts. Uh, they went to the NCAA that year. They actually lost to Maryland. That's yeah. who beat them. And then in the NCAA in Buffalo. But he was a fantastic player to watch. And uh, I was a big Del Curry fan. People don't know this about Del Curry. He was on the Cavs teams with Craig Elo, Mark Price, Brad Doherty, yeah. Larry Nance, all those guys. And had they kept him, they might have won titles because they left. they didn't protect him in the expansion draft, they kept Mike Saunders, who was gone by January. They didn't keep him. Lenny Wilkins was furious. Now Dell's numbers in the rafters. What's great is Seth and Seth, Seth Curry, who's played at Liberty and Duke and now is with the Sixers. And Seth saw a man who went to Virginia Tech, wasn't protected by the Cavs, have his number hoisted. And there's only one way you do that. That's by working. By working and working and being smart and knowing how to get your shots off. And I think that really is where Steph Curry learned that from. I've seen the whole family. They're fantastic. But that night, he outsmarted us, and I just you know, said, hey, man, that guy's a great player. They left that part out of the court. I said, that guy outsmarted us. He was much better than we were. He was very unselfish. He just wanted to win. I still think to this day, all he wants to do is win. He's not one of those guys that wants to get buckets and not win. Last year, what he did, probably an MVP performance, except they came in eight. Then he takes them, you know, great game against the Lakers, great game against the Grizzlies, undermanned. Well, he's making everybody pay this year. Probably the MVP, they're in first place. Wiggins is playing better. Here's the last thing I'll say. Wiggins, Poole, and Damian Lee are really key. They've all gotten better when they got to the Warriors, and that's because of Steph Curry's work ethic, his workouts, his pregame workouts. He's got this trader, Brandon, who's fantastic. He's had him his whole life. He just works but he's a thinking man's worker and he knows the game really well. And if I was here against the wizards last year and they double teamed him and he just calmly passed out and he made a joke to me after the game said, yeah, they tried, but you tried. I said, yeah, you outsmarted them. Like you outsmarted me. <laughs> he's, a, 
he's a great man. He's a great guy, but he's great for the game, but he can really, really play. And don't forget, I think he's won like five or six in a row in Madison Square Garden for a reason, making them pay for not – I think they could have traded up and drafted him and missed him by one pick. And the Knicks, you think what they've done and what the Warriors have done, that's the difference is this guy Curry is just a great human being, but he loves the game. And he loves to practice the game, which is no, which is a, a lost art. So really happy for him. What a great moment. And they're winning. They're 23 and five. And there's a reason they're the top team in the West. And it's going to be a fantastic year to watch. Coach, absolutely right. The, the Knicks that year, they ended up drafting Jordan Hill and also passed on DeMar DeRozan that year. And above, uh, who was that? Who went above? Uh, Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn went above Steph Curry Johnny in that draft. Johnny Flynn, when, well. when, when Minnesota picked two point cards in a row, unbelievable. Right? <laughs> yeah, picked, I know. back to you think about those drafts and you go, well, and here's the thing, and I'm not critical. Hey, I'm in the NBA. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody made more mistakes. We've all recruited guys we thought were great and weren't. Gary Williams and I had a knack for getting guys that people didn't think were good and they became better because they worked. But I watched Curry up close that day, and then I watched him the rest of the year for obvious reasons. And you could just tell he was a great player. He was not a point guard. He was a scoring guard that could play point because of his intelligence. But he could get you buckets in his long arms and big hands and his ability to move without the ball. And I, it's just strange what NBA guys were thinking. I'm not saying you should have picked them one, but, you know, five, six, seven, that was an easy, you know, that was easy pickings. And people missed them. And, boy, the Warriors haven't looked back. I completely agree. So, like, when you're coaching against them, though, because the crazy thing about Steph, man, is he's literally changed the game. Like, I remember when I was playing, it was like, you couldn't just hoist 14, 15 threes. Now, again, not everybody was hitting them like Steph, but – when did you start to realize, like, oh, man, this guy could be a future MVP? You know what I'm saying? Because you're coaching against a great player that could go out and get you 30. That's one thing. But we just watched him break the three-point record, Coach, and he's only 31 years old. So what do you think that record's going to look like when he hangs it up, you know? I mean, he's 29-74 right yeah. now, the way he's going. I mean, it's going to be 4,000 three-pointers. And it's just I think that's what's going to happen. But so what you're saying is he did. And I'll tell you this, Ryan, he did change the game. We'd take fast breaks. Hey, take the layup to the basket or then – he started making us think maybe we should have our good shooters fan out for threes. Now, remember, Clay Thompson's really good on his yeah. team, and sure, Durant helped, but him and Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, people forget, that's why Tony Bennett's the coach at Virginia. Clay Thompson was under recruited because he shot threes. I wouldn't say he's six, seven guy doesn't play inside like his old man did, Michael Thompson for the Lakers. Well, Clay Thompson goes to Washington State. That's why Tony Bennett, they win at Washington State, and that's why Tony Bennett's in Virginia, where he wins the national title. But the changing of the game, and Gary Williams and I have said it, it's good and bad because if you can shoot like the Warriors, you should fan out and shoot threes instead of twos. But if you can't, some people are trying to keep up with them, but they can't shoot the way they can. And I'm not sure if you put the time in like Curry does. And like I said, I've worked this camp. I've gone to practices. I've been out there many times to the Bay Area. You know, luckily Chris Stone and his good friend of mine is one of his good friends. When I go to see Cal or St. Mary's, I pop by, and like I said, I've worked his camp. It's a phenomenal thing to watch his video preparation. He'll get off the three-point line if you're on him and take twos. He'll drive it to the layup. He knows what he's – like I said, he's going to be a great coach. But he's opened up the game, and it's created more scoring, which is more fun. Sometimes three-point contest shooting. And and Quentin and I have covered the the Wizards when they've taken too many threes, and they can't make them. You can't try to keep up with him. And when Clay Thompson's back, but like I said, Wiggins is the number one pick who's been kind of a bust and people weren't sure at Kansas and then Minnesota didn't go. Well, Wiggins is turning into a great player because he's following the best players lead, which yeah. is Curry, the best player, his work ethic, what he does, his pregame rep- 
repetition, his preparation mentally, his video preparation. Damian Lee, who's a Baltimore kid, went to Drexel, then Louisville. Jordan Poole, who people did in the late first-round pick, weren't sure out of Michigan. Well, they're seeing this guy do it, and that's a Doc Rivers thing. When your best player is your hardest worker, the rest of the team will follow suit. Kevin Garnett showed him that. Well, I've been out there, and what he does, and I'll say it again, video preparation, knowing what guys are going to do scouting-wise, and his ability to say, if you double-team me, I'll pass it. And that started, you know, back in Davidson. He had a great, great coach. Bob McKillop's a great coach at Davidson. He's just – it's the way he's improved every year, even at age 30, 31, to me is what's so impressive. Hey, Coach, before we get out of here, just one last question for you. What about this Lakers team? Like, what's going on? Today you, you see reports now that they – I don't know if, how much I believe them. I talked to a couple of people, but saying that now they're looking to shop Russell Westbrook. We're about 28 games into the season so far – um, what do you think that Lakers team is doing wrong? Is it a coaching change or just, I know the roster is poorly constructed, but like in your estimation and, and analysis, like what, what can they do to turn things around? What's been going on with them? I mean, you know, it's funny too. They're in 10th place. They're in six now. Yeah. Look, the Warriors and the Suns are clearly elite. The Jazz, just because of their makeup, Ingles is underrated. I love Conley, but they're, they're about Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. Those are the two all-stars. You got the Warriors, then the Suns, and then the Jazz. After that, the Grizzlies have won eight out of nine without John Morant. You know, by the way, you know, John Morant's going to help him when he comes back. I think Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks and those guys and De'Anthony Melton off the bench. But, you know, the Lakers can come in fourth. The Clippers are a surprise team in fifth. You know, the, the, the rest of the group is trying. You know, the, the Kings, Spurs, Timberwolves, and the Blazers are just trying to get in there eight, nine, and ten. So, Back to the Lakers, I like Horton Tucker. They've got Malik Monk, who people question his love of the game. The one thing about LeBron I love is he makes guys love the game and he makes them compete. You heard Kuzma and Cantavius Caldwell Pope talk about him here. We all know Anthony Davis has had his, you know, accountability and availability questioned in terms of that New Orleans. I know it's a hard place to play, but, you know, he goes with LeBron and LeBron makes him better. And he's got Dwight Howard shaking out. Now, can they win a first-round game coming from the four seed? Sure, because it's home. After that, can they beat the Warriors or the Suns? I don't think so. I don't think they get that far. But Westbrook, do you want to bring Wall back to the queue? Ooh, I, I, I don't know, Coach. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I wish they pay me the big bucks and I think hard and, and long and hard about it, too. Wall's got to, you know, Wall's been rested and he can help you. We both know when he wants to play, he's really good and he's a distributor. He's he doesn't, the ball doesn't stick as much as Westbrook and yep. they get the money out. Westbrook wants to go back there. Should they trade for Davis Bertans who could help yes. shoot? Yes. You know, I, like they, they, they can find a guy because that's, but Monk and Horton Tucker because they're young have to help them. And then I don't think it's a coaching thing, but I just don't think they can catch the Mavs, Suns, and Jazz. But you come in fourth, and then it's LeBron, and he, he knows what he's doing. And it's the playoff series if they can upset the Warriors and then the Suns, then they're back in the finals. The team I like in the East is the Nets because they're getting it together. And if Kyrie decides to play, the Nets have. Cam Thomas has been good. Patty Mills has been good. They got my guy Kessler from Pepperdine who's picking it up. The, the, the Nets have done a good job drafting late in the first, early in the second, which we know is a skill cue that can help you. Yes, sir. The Lakers, the Nets have. The Lakers, you know, their drafts have been just okay. But I wouldn't go crazy. I mean, are you a Westbrook? I like Westbrook because he plays so hard. But it's up to LeBron whether it fits. But they're making their run. You know, they're going to come in third, third, fourth, or fifth. And then 
You're going to have to win a road series, but I would never count out LeBron. Coach, we would never count out LeBron, and we always can count on you, though. Thank you for joining the show at the last minute. And I got to talk to you. Call me back tomorrow so we can talk. Thank you for joining the show. We chatted. We're we're ready to go. We're going to talk. Ryan, say hello, and then tell our friend over there that the Trailblazers (laughs) might make the ninth and tenth pick, but they need need to sign a big free agent in the offseason or else create for Ben Simmons. Get out of here. Goodbye. Thank Thank you, Coach. Coach.